Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions while learning the secrets to your happily ever after. And now your host, my wife, Tanya Summerton. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I do these podcasts on what I call podcast sat day and I normally sit down and do four of them in a row and that's why the topics normally all collate or have a a reference to one another when I do them. But this podcast today, I want it to go live on the week of Christmas. The reason for that is I'm in a few support groups where I help people get through uh, their separation and divorce. And recently I asked a question about what is your greatest struggle at this time of year? And I got back probably about 30 30 different replies. A lot of them were the same for certain people. There was a few odd ones here and there that people had pertaining to their specific issue but most of them were the same and I thought this would be really great because I can remember going through some of these myself. So what I thought we'd do in this podcast is let's have a chat around four of the biggest issues, how I can assist you in trying to mitigate that concern if it's one that you are going through. But I'm pretty sure that they are all very similar and everyone in some way, shape or form will be dealing with one of these issues uh, coming up to or leading to the week of Christmas and after. The interesting thing is when I broke the demographics down to men and women, Women mostly worry about the financial part of Christmas because when we're in a relationship with someone else, there's someone supporting us and there's always in the back of our minds to Christmas we'll just pay off the credit card debt or, you know, there's two of us bringing in income so there's no stress. Like we will work on getting rid of this debt together. So there's always someone to rely on. But when when you separate or are going through a separation, When you are responsible for your own finances, you think twice about everything that you spend your money on because let's face it, you have to. If you don't take responsibility for where the money is being spent, no one else will. It's up to you. So you either have one or two things happen. You either have people going or thinking that they need to provide the same level of standard and that means the same amount of money spent on gifts as they would have previously when they were still together with their ex. They do that because especially if you've got children, you, you know, I hear all the time, oh, the children should not be affected by us separating. So to try and help assist with their unhappiness, we try and not so much buy their love, but we try and support them by pretending like everything is the same as it was previously. And you can see how silly that statement just was, can't you? Pretending like everything is the same when, let's face it, the fact of the matter is it's not the same. Things have changed. We're in a different part of our life now and... The children need to help and assist us with that. 
I mean, it's not their responsibility to make us happy, but this is the reality that we now live in. The kids have to get used to that. And I I heard when I was in this group people commenting on the fact that the other parent was trying to buy the child's love. So because they were the higher income earner, they were trying to buy more expensive presents for the children and they felt like they were inferior or could not compete. Now, I'm here to tell you that the kids, they love you because you are their parent. They don't love you for what you can give them. Now, there was a, there was a study done when my children were young, actually, and it was all around the fact that children later on in life, they don't remember the toys that they were given. What they remember is the events and the holidays and the moments are what we recall as adults. So think about yourself. You know, do you sit there and recall that your mum and dad bought you the latest Star Wars toy or, you know, the best Barbie doll or whatever it was for you? Or do you remember a special moment in time that you recall often and that brings you joy and happiness and you feel it in your chest because that moment is what you want the most. That's a memory that just brings back the most amazing feelings for you. It's never getting a certain toy. That's just, that's a fallacy. So don't put pressure on yourself to think that you have to spend a fortune on your children just because that's what you used to do or that's what your ex is doing right now because it gets you nowhere because you're setting a standard right from today that this is what the children are going to expect year after year and you can't afford it. It's just you're setting yourself up for failure right from the start. Now what men most worry about is the fact that they feel lonely, that they're not going to see the children. The children are going to spend time, more time with their mother. So you can see where this is going, can't you? The men feel like the women are holding, let's say, the power in the situation on how often they're going to see the child or the children. And then the man is trying to buy the child's love by giving them more money or a greater present or a a more expensive gift so that... um, so that the child will want to come back and see them and be with them more often. And that also isn't the truth. The children want to spend quality time with their parents. Now, if you're the father and you're only seeing your your child or children limited over the Christmas period, make sure that when you do spend the time with the kids that you really spend really good quality because... Quality is so much more important than quantity. Anyone can have quantity of time, but don't allow the kids to be sitting there, you know, playing on their PlayStation or their iPads or whatever. Make sure you go and make a memory with your child. Make a memory for them to remember because memories, what they do is they build up emotions and emotions send out a frequency. And that frequency is what we remember as humans. It's that moment in time when it just stops. There's something that you look back on later on and it's it's sort of it's 
burnt into your mind of how amazing that was. And that's what we should be striving for as parents, making sure that our kids have the greatest memories of us. And I often say when my kids or someone says to me, what do you want for your birthday or what do you want as a present? I've become really um, aware now, especially what was my birthday in November. And I said to my kids, hey, I don't want a present. I want a memory. So we hired a bus and we went around to a whole lot of wineries because as you know, my children are sort of adults now. They're in their early 20s. So we all went on a winery tour around the peninsula and we had a great time. We laughed. We, you know, we had fun and I'll remember that forever. But they would have given me a gift and I probably would have put it somewhere or I would have been a candle or a bottle of wine or it could have been who knows what it may have been. But I would have just put it somewhere. I would have just drank it. I would have burnt it if it was a candle um, and then it was gone. But a memory is something that we will always have. So, fellas, make a memory with your kids. Spend time with your children. It is the most valuable gift you could give them and it's something that they will always recall and they know that you're always going to be for them when you give them time. Along with that, especially for the guys in this group when when I was talking to them, came about being lonely. Whether it's the females or the men, being lonely at this time is, is it's an awful feeling. I remember my first year of being separated from my husband. So we separated in November, start of November. And when it came around to Christmas, I don't know, I felt really empty. Like I was happy I'd made the decision to leave and I was looking for a better future. But as well as that, you're sort of stuck between this rock and a hard place. You're thinking about what what your life used to be and all of that is more prevalent than what it could be in the future so you seem to always be slipping back into that into that past life and that brings up all these other emotions and I remember sitting around the tree at my mum's house and all of a sudden I burst out crying because everyone in my family was there as a couple my brothers both were there with their partners and everyone was giving each other a gift and here I was and I think for me for that very moment the reality of what had happened and going forward was oh my god this is my new normal I need to get used to this I'm no longer a a person who is part of a couple I am now singular it's just me and loneliness hit me like a sledgehammer and yeah it's it was an awful feeling So what I needed to do was to make sure that I was happy with myself. I talk about it quite a lot to my clients. I dated myself. I needed to make sure I fell back in love with me because when I love me, it made a whole lot of difference to how I made my decisions and I had no issues with being alone because I was learning more about what was important what I needed to be for a successful life. Who who was the being that is Tanya Summerton? Or at the time I wasn't a Summerton. But who did I need to be to be the best 
person I could be. And I spent a lot of time really thinking about that. And that made me get through the loneliness. But the honest truth was, it was a tough time. I actually even lost, if I recall, I think I lost about eight kilos in about three or four weeks over Christmas that year because I would put my tunes on and I would just walk. And I remember walking up to 40 kilometers one week alone. I'd put the tunes on, I'd put happy songs on, I would just go for a walk and I'd be walking two hours at a time. One day I I walked for six hours because I just got out there and walked. And it was really during that time then I learnt what it was that I wanted and needed for my life. So with the loneliness came the awareness that I needed to find out truly who I was. Hopefully that might help you a little bit because loneliness is something that is going to be very, very vivid at this time of year for you. And another issue that was coming up was all around new partners. One person had said, my biggest issue is my husband's new girlfriend. Another lady had said, my cheating ex-husband moving his girlfriend in. Some of the people were commenting on those sorts of things. And that can be really hard. All I can say to you is if your ex is introducing your children to a new partner, you need to be aware that you're on the same page. So hopefully you guys are on talking terms and you've had a conversation around the new partner meeting the kids. It's important that that happens, that just out of nowhere your children aren't introduced to someone new. It needs to be a phased approach. But... Being jealous of your ex's new partner is not going to get you anywhere. Jealousy is the lowest form of energy that we can have and it gets us nowhere. So being jealous is just going to it's just going to cause you more pain and hurt. There's nothing you can do about your ex-partner moving on. They don't know how you feel. They don't know that you're feeling jealous. They don't know that you're angry because they're happy, I'm assuming. They've introduced the kids to the new partner and they've done that because they think that this new person is the person that they want to be with probably for a while. Now, I mean, I could go so much further with partners, ex-partners and relationships after divorce, which I might do a podcast on that one day. But of recent, I've had three clients who have separated from their new partners. I won't go into that right now. That, as I said, alone is a new is a podcast on on its own. But you should not be worried about what's happening with your ex and what they are doing, other than how it affects your children. But being jealous your ex has moved on is not going to get you anywhere. It's just eating you up inside. So listen to me when I tell you: don't spend your time worrying about that. If you need to go and get some counselling or do some work around that, that's really important and key. And how you feel on the inside is what you are portraying on the outside and you don't want to be that person on the outside. The other one, the last one I wanted to end on was, which I think I've already done for, so this will be the fifth one, is a lot of of the people commented on the fact that when they were married, their ex's 
spouse, or sorry, their ex's family were their family too. So they felt like they were losing part of themselves by separating. Whether it was a sister-in-law, a brother-in-law, a mother-in-law that was really kind and special to you and now you feel like you're missing out on a tradition or something that you regularly did that brought you happiness and joy or you're, you were had a a confidant in the family that you're no longer seeing and you're really worried about missing that person. That is an issue and you can make new traditions. You will need to make new traditions. Now, there's nothing to say that that new tradition doesn't mean that sister-in-law or brother-in-law or whoever the family member was that meant so much to you, you can't catch up with them earlier or later and make a new tradition that just because you're no longer with their family member does not mean that you are still not family that you are still not important to them you need to make a new tradition so it doesn't mean that it's all over it means that it's just going to start something new and starting something new can be a good thing Sitting around and thinking how you're missing out on a tradition, start a new one. What can I do now to make my life better? What can I do to change this around? Now, in closing this podcast, what I want to say, the first year of separation is by far the hardest at a time like this, by far. All I can tell you is year after year, it will get easier. It will get easier. Please don't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. Make a new tradition. Do something that's going to inspire you. Go down to the the homeless shelter. Feed some people that are less fortunate than you. Do something to pay back to your community because karma will always come back and pay you in some other way. Do something that is completely new and different for you so that you can make sure that you are going to be okay. I remember the year that my uh, stepfather passed away and my mother was in such a world of hurt. She was, oh, I can't tell you how depressed she was. But when it came to Christmas, she said, I don't want to do Christmas this year. I, I can't deal with it. I don't want to do it. And she didn't tell us. And to my surprise, she got up that morning and she went to a homeless shelter and she fed some people that were less fortunate. And I said to her later on, why did you do that? And she said, the reason was, is I needed to feel like not only was my, my life worthy, that I was worth something, but because I wanted to help others, I wanted to make someone else know that I cared about them. And it stuck home with me for a very, very long period of time because she was by far the worst I've ever seen her in my lifetime and yet she was still able to get up and go out and help someone else. So all I can say, I wish you such a Merry Christmas. Next year is going to be so amazing for you, I promise. It's all around how you think and what you think you're going to achieve and be capable of. Please look into the future. Think about what that can be. But from my family to yours, I wish you the best biggest and most happiest Christmas and I want you to know that your future can be anything that you want it to be. Just look at me as an example. 
your life can be absolutely amazing. So have an amazing rest of this Christmas week. Make sure that you have some joy and fun in your life. And remember that if you need anything from me or my team, we are here to help and support. Okay, Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye.